You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. Welcome back to Changing Lives with the Word of God. We're changing lives. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So glad you joined with me this, this go around. It is episode 30. And in episode 29, we started out talking about gratitude, entitled Tune Up Your Gratitude. And so um, I'm excited to continue this because gratitude is such a must in the earth realm today. We need gratitude. And um, so as a review, we talked about how gratitude is a buffer for us. I mean, I need there's some even things that I talked about in the first podcast, but I'm even thinking about even more in detail about gratitude because gratitude, when it becomes a state of being, it actually can be emanated in your life physically. I mean, gratitude is connected to how your well-being, you know, your health too as well. But gratitude is a buffer for depression, for sadness, for envy, for strife, for comparison and unthankfulness, you know, it's 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 an antidote, you know. And so, but gratitude is something that we learn that it can start out as an emotion, but as we uh, mature in the faith as Christians, it should become a state of being. So gratitude is connected to thanksgiving, being thankful, you know, um, praising, giving praise to God, ultimately, who was the one that 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 a, a great amount, almost exclusively, our, our, our gratitude and thanks should be given to him. Because even when somebody does something good for us, you know, it's because God gave them <laughs> the mindset and the ability and, and, you know, to be able to do that. But still, we want to, as an expression of, um, um, you know, who we are in God, made in his image and in his likeness, to to dispense or to release that to even those who are a blessing to us, even if God is their source and their strength to be able to enable them to do what they do. And so, but I think just if we can grab a hold of gratitude, you know, and so I mentioned about, you know, as we looked in the Bible, gratitude is not The word gratitude is not in the Bible, but the theme, the overarching theme of gratitude, which is connected to Thanksgiving, you can see that from Genesis to Revelations. It's in the word. It's all throughout the word where God is looking for those people who are thankful for what he has done for him, who has an attitude in their hearts that, that if it had not been for the Lord, I know I would not be where I am. And so, you know, if, if I were to just off the cuff, you know, just say Thanksgiving, come on, what's the first thing come to your mind? Is it turkey? Is it stuffing? Ooh, my favorite macaroni and cheese that grandma makes. What's your favorite dish? You know, oh, I think of family. You think of all those things. And oh, I think of November. Yeah, that last Thursday in November, all of that. If that's the first thing that comes to your mind, uh, no, no, that you've missed it. 
You know, because that is something that has become commercialized as a quality, as a state of being that God has been uh, trying to train us up in the word to be. And then we add all this extra fluff. Now, the flop is not bad if the core of the being stays grounded and rooted, you know. So but when you think of Thanksgiving, it shouldn't be okay. Oh, yeah, that's the day that we give thanks, you know, for our family, for our friends, for God. But do we have to wait till November? Do we have to wait until a whole year comes around before we're thankful for our husband, our children, thankful for our jobs, thankful for all the blessings that God has given us? No, that may be a landmark. That may be something that, yeah, you know, the government or somebody who had a great idea. Oh, we need to give thanks. We need to take time to stop and give thanks. And that's wonderful. But let me tell you something. Come on. We know that song every day is a day of thanksgiving every single day. And I can go so far as to say every moment is a day of thanksgiving because come on, the breath that you just breathed was a fresh breath. It was not the breath that you breathed earlier this morning. The breath that you're breathing right now is a fresh breath. So if you can't give God thanks and glory for anything else, give him thanks for the breath that you're breathing right now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So every day, every moment is is, is a time of thanksgiving. You know, and so I talked about how, you know, in the word that you can see thanksgiving from Genesis to Revelation. And there's so many scriptures about thanksgiving. There's so many um, scriptures about praise and, and, and giving honor and giving glory to God. All that's wrapped up into that state of gratitude. But I'm going to at least scratch the surface on some key scriptures. Um, and so, but when we look at in, in a sense of dealing with thanksgiving, thankfulness or thanksgiving that's connected to gratitude. You know, when we look in the Bible, if we start from the Old Testament, it, thanksgiving was such a uh, 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 an important thing that it was connected to those sacrificial offerings that um, that God set up in, 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 in the Old Testament for his people before Christ came before the the uh, for the the new uh way of life came uh through the new testament and and through Jesus Christ and so so but even back then it was so important that people learn where their help came from learn you know recognize you know who gave them manna from heaven when there was no food to be found you know and so all of those things, recognizing who protected, who preserved, who kept, you know, who keeps on keeping, you know, us and, 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 and all of those things. And so, so it was used as a part of a, a, a offering to the Lord through the rituals and, and sacrificial systems that were set up in the Old Testament. But as we move on, it began to shift. Um, that it wasn't just something that it was a ritual. It became a way of life. You know, so when you look in uh, Chronicles and um, where it talks about Thanksgiving referring to giving praise and 
glory and honor to God. Because when you had those sacrificial systems, it became a religious thing. It became a thing that, oh, I'm going to do this because this is what's required of me. And so when you have that attitude of gratitude, when you have a tune-up in your attitude, you, you, you're you not waiting for something to be required of you. You're not waiting for somebody to tell you, don't forget to say your prayers over your food. No, this is something that innately is built up in you in the process of training our, our souls and training our spirits and training our flesh that because I recognize the core uh, 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 being of, of gratitude is the heart. The, the very depth of who I am has tapped into what this thing is all about. And so, so, so they began to to shift the praisers, the Levites and all that. They, they moved past the rituals and there were times where they learned how that when they won the battle and even before they went into battle to lift up praise and glory to God, that was gratitude, glory to God. And so then we come in the New Testament and we see Jesus as a living epistle walking throughout the earth and showing examples of when there was nothing or little even in that, giving thanks and watching how little became much. Come on now, the fine. We learned about it in Bible school. We learned about it in Sunday school. From from the two fishes and the loaves of bread, two fish and loaves of bread. We learned about that. And and if we remember one key thing, that when Jesus found out what we what was there, what resource was there. To, to feed the 5,000 that he had already told them to sit and be seated. And then he, he got the assessment of what they had. What did he do? Did he freak out? Did he start fussing at the disciples and say, y'all should have known better. You should, have, you should have planned ahead of time. You should have done this. You should have done that. No, he lifted up to God and he said, Father, I give you thanks for this. And come on now, that was the ingredient that caused the multiplication. Oh my gosh. If we can get a hold of that, then let me tell you something. If there's any lack that's in your life, I don't care whether it be something physical, whether it be something in your soul, whether it be something spiritual. If there's any lack, come on, I I, I provoke you. I dare you to take whatever lack that you may be experiencing if you are in your life and lift it up to God and say, Father, I give you thanks for what I do have. And I guarantee you, you will begin to see right in that moment already you'll set it in motion in the spirit realm that 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 that, 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 that the spirit of multiplication will begin to happen so all you got to do is just look because i believe that when jesus in that moment gave thanks to god he already knew what was going to happen but he had to go through it so that he could show the disciples who were stuck on what is Jesus going to do with these two fish and five loaves of bread? You know they were watching. But then after he gave thanks, he began to keep on giving and giving and dispensing out the resource that started out as little. 
Oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. Come on. That's enough right there for us to take a praise break. Hallelujah. And give glory to God that that God, it, that limitation does not intimidate, intimidate God, that that lack does not intimidate God because God says, give it to me. Come on. It's in a song. Little becomes much when we place it in the master's hand. Come on, that's not just some cute little song that's to give you a little bit of encouragement for just that moment, but that is a reality of life in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, you know, so when we look in the word of God, we see that it's constantly reminding us, it's constantly directing us to give glory to God, to give honor to God, to give thanks to God, to be thankful for what we have. Hallelujah. I, look, let's let's use Psalm 103 as, I mean, it is loaded with things that God has done for us. I mean, this, is, this can be our daily gratitude checklist, if you will. Come on, can we, let's just go to, we're going to go directly to Psalms 102, come on, 103. Come on, get your Bible, get your Bible, Psalm 103. And, and let's begin to go line by line, precept upon precept of our daily gratitude list that we can check off because I'm telling you, Every last one of them are operating every single day of our lives. So the psalmist David is saying, okay, look, so look, we're going to call the roll because let me tell you something. I may be going through this. Hell may be breaking loose. Saul may be coming up against me. He may be bringing his army up against me. There may be other things that are going on. I may have been shortchanged. I may have been overlooked. There may have been so many things going on, but I'm going to call the gratitude list. Hallelujah. And remind the devil how good God has been and how thankful I am that if everything else falls apart, all hell breaks loose. I'm still grateful for what God has done. Hallelujah. Come on. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. You got to talk to your soul. You got to tell your soul. Oh, you're going to bless God. Oh, there is something to bless God for. So it says, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Then it goes on again. Oh, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. And let me tell you something. Forget not all his benefits. Don't you forget them. Never forget them. And then here he begins to list them out. Who forgives all that iniquities, all those things that we've done wrong against him, all those things that we knew to do right and we did wrong. Even when we knew that he, that, 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 you know, we were uh, doing wrong. We kept on doing wrong. All of our iniquities. Uh, he heals all our diseases. Diseases, things that gives us dis-ease, that, that's not easy, that, that's those hard things, those things that make us uncomfortable, but also the sickness, the, the things that try to lay hold to our body. Come on, COVID-19, that's a disease. That's a disease. Come on now. And so he, what does he do? He heals all. Come on, if you don't know that's a benefit, then you can't reap the benefit until you cash in on it. And some of us have not been cashing in on it because we have been focusing on the other side. And that is the fear of what could happen if COVID-19 overtakes our body. No, we got to stay on the other side of what happens if it tries to come our way. And even if it does get in our body, he heals all our diseases. Come on, that lets me know it's a done deal. So if we 
if we tap into the benefit package, then we can reap the benefits from it. And that's certainly something to be grateful about. And so who redeems our life from destruction? Come on, how many times have God snatched us out of a situation that have could have gone really wrong, that could have been tragic. I mean, come on now, I'm just thinking in my mind, even something that happened this summer in our family that could have really been devastating. But God, hallelujah, but God. So I can't allow my mind to think on what could have happened. I got to thank God for what did happen. He kept, he preserved, he, 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 he led, he guided, he redeemed our lives from destruction. Come on, how many times has he kept you from hanging around the wrong crowd? How many times you were hanging around somebody and that next day something happened, but that happened to be the day that you stayed home and something tragic happened or something happened that that turned the course of that person or those people's lives for the rest of their lives. But you were preserved. Your life was was, 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 um, redeemed from destruction. That's something to bless God for. That's something to say, thank you, God. I am grateful. Hallelujah. Sometimes we got to remember what God has brought us through and from, who crowns our life, crowns thee with loving kindness and tender mercy. Come on, the sheer fact that we are up right now and that you are breathing, the mercies of God has been released in our lives. Glory to God. The mercies of God, because he don't have to do what he do, but he does it because what? He so loved the world even to the point of giving his only begotten son, even to the point where he's dispensing out mercy and grace and goodness and loving kindness every single day to us. He loves us. He's never leaving us or forsaking us because he loves us. I am grateful for that. I may not have all the clothes I want. I may not have all the friends I would like to have. I may not have the job that I may want at this moment, but let me tell you something. You can get there if you show gratitude, if you show thankfulness, if you go on that job and you do your best, you operate in excellence, you have the best attitude that you can, you thank God that you do have a job that's bringing in some increase that you can use as a seed and that you can provide and and, and take care of your family. I'm telling you, that is a sure sign that God is getting ready to bless your socks off because those are ingredients for multiplication. Come on now, two fish. Five loaves of bread, I give thee thanks, God. What happens after that? Glory to God. So as we continue on, verse five says, who satisfies thy mouth with good things. Come on now, satisfies your mouth. I mean, you can think physically, he gives you good food to eat, but he also gives you a good word to release out good things, the goodness of God. You're releasing out blessings, not cursing. You're releasing out uh, uh, just uh, good things, not, 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 not complaints, not murmuring, but he satisf- satisfies your mouth with good things. Why? So that your youth is renewed like the eagle. Come on. You know, when I think of that word, youth, 
That lets me know even if you in your 80s or your 90s, you still got youth on your side. Why? Because when you operate in the attitude of gratitude, when your gratitude is tuned up to this level, glory to God, then he's going to cause you to have a vitality and he's going to renew your strength. Hallelujah. Where everybody else that may be in their 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever, you know, those who are not grateful, those who are or bitter and, and just sour and just angry and cranky and all of those things, those things are antidotes for blessings, for favor. But but when you are doing the opposite, then you are inviting youthfulness to come on your side. You are inviting yourself to be renewed, hallelujah, like the eagle, to be able to soar above circumstances, above situations. So that doesn't matter whether you're young, whether you're old. If, if you release good things that God has already given you out of your mouth, then he's going to satisfy you with a life. Hallelujah, that's renewed like the youth that you'll be able to soar. Come on, we can keep going on. The Lord executed righteousness and judgment. Hallelujah, we keep going. He he is merciful. He is gracious. He's slow to anger. He's plenteous in mercy. Oh my goodness. He doesn't keep a hold on. He doesn't hold grudges. He doesn't hold things against us. He releases us because of his great mercy. Uh, he doesn't deal with us according to our sins. He, he, he shows that mercy, the things that we should have been given. He doesn't give us the things that we deserve. He doesn't give us, but the things that, 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 that unmerited favor, that unmerited, you know, that we don't earn it, but he gives it to us anyway. Oh my gosh, we could keep going on. Like a father pitieth his children. So the father pitieth, pitieth those that fear him. I mean, keep going. Let's get going. I mean, you know, as for man, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field. So he flourishes. He flourishes. I mean, it it could be like, you know, I mean, our physical body, you know, as we get older and older, it's, it's beginning to deteriorate, but he can cause us to flourish. He can reverse that thing. Glory to God. I mean, oh my gosh. So you gotta use Psalm 103 as as your daily gratitude list. Oh, I got more to unpack, y'all. <laughs> this is going into a third part series, but it's good. It's good because if we can get a hold of gratitude, we can defend ourselves from the darts that come at us from the enemy. Gratitude. Come on, did you write your list? Did you write your list from the first uh, episode uh, 29 that we talked about? tuning up our attitudes and beginning to write. I mean, you sh- it, it, technically, you, you could still be writing. We could still be writing because of the goodness of God. And so I provoke you to really look at what's around you. It's not as bad as you think. It's not as bad as you may be focusing on. It's, you know, even in, in Philippians 4, it tells us how we ought to focus and where you focus is where you begin to think and you begin to meditate on. And where you begin to meditate on is is what sets you up for what begins to come out of your mouth. And so if 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 you're talking about all the bad that's going on, if you're sitting on, you know, the phone talking about oh it's so bad, it's so terrible, this is going on, that's going on. If you're um, you know, on Twitter and you're tweeting and you're giving your opinions of how bad things are and and you're just chiming in, but you're not taking this as an opportunity to say, but God is good. 
I give him going, let you be that butt person. You be that person that says, you know, all this is going, but let me tell you something about the goodness of God. So come on here. Let's tune up our gratitude and let's use this as our tool of defense against the enemy, against depression, against sadness, against sickness. Tune it up, y'all. God bless you. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org and follow us on Instagram at mountgileadfgim.org.